This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Here we are, lounging at the Gecko, but we're not. In actual fact, Ted is on the other end of the phone at his place. Kia ora, Ted. Kia ora. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you very much. And how about you? Very good. Enjoying a day off. Yes. Um, big shout out to uh, Anna, who is back at work. She's uh, She had a, a knee surgery a while ago, and she's now back on both legs without a walking stick, so... So here I am having days off. That's fantastic. You can you can have a bit of a rest now because you were pretty full on there. Uh, yeah, but I enjoy it. So yeah, uh, you know, and we love fine. you too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at home in the sun, having walked the dogs and just yeah. having a full on day at home. Absolutely, yeah. Did the walk earlier this morning before it got too hot, and now dogs are having a rest after that walk. And uh, not actually, they're waking up. I don't know if you can hear that. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes. So, what have we got going on at the Gecko? Well, quite a lot. So, shall we start with our audience pick festival for this week? Yes. So, the two films part of this week are Minamata and Blackbird. So Minamata is the true story of photographer W. Eugene Smith, played by the excellentissime Johnny Depp, who in 1971 travels to Minamata in Japan and blows the whistle on a coastal city ravaged by mercury poisoning. So this, as I said, it's a true story. It is rated M for some violence, offensive language and content that may disturb. And it is uh, sadly still very, very relevant nowadays because the same sort of thing is still going on, unfortunately. So that is playing on Sunday the 23rd at 3 and on Tuesday the 25th at 7pm. Great. So far, you're, you're only two chances to catch that one. Yep, I need to see that one because I didn't, I didn't see it first time around, so I definitely and want well, to catch that well, one. Yeah, absolutely worth watching. And mm. uh, Johnny Depp is in great form in that uh, movie. He's, yeah, brilliant. And it's, you know, we've been seeing him doing quite a lot of rather silly roles you know I'm thinking mm. of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and all the I mean don't get me wrong I love those films but uh, all the uh, Tim Burton movies as well you know they're always the like, more fantasy yeah yeah so it's quite nice to see him play a, a real person, uh, you know, really down to earth and you more than likely will recognize some of those photographs from W. Eugene Smith. And so the other film part of our audience pick festival is Blackbird and Blackbird is also quite star-studded. It, it has Susan Sarandon, Kate Winslet, Sam Neill, Maya Wazikowska. There's more, but I forgot. I forgot. And then in this touching drama, which is actually a remake of a Danish film called Silent Heart, but it both were written by the same person, so it's very true to the original. So in this touching drama, Susan Sarandon plays the mother who invites her daughters for one last weekend after being diagnosed with severe degenerative disease and decides to end her own life before the disease really cripples her and she can't basically have a life. Great film, uh, rated M for drug use and offensive language, and it's not all just about death, it's much more a celebration of life, really, with a, a strong focus on family relations, interactions, and 
how everyone kind of you never really know people kind of thing yeah you know like like even your parents even your children they're not necessarily with you who they would be with a stranger for instance yes so that blackbird yeah another really really good film and that is playing on saturday the 22nd at 3 p.m and on wednesday the 26th at 7 p.m Fantastic, and, and another one to absolutely not be missed. Yeah, so that's our two film part of the Audience Pick Festival. And then the new film starting this week, which I have managed to watch already, and it's a really good documentary. It is called Mothers of the Revolution, and it's a, a documentary that tells the true story of the unsung heroes behind one of the longest protests in history, the Greenham Common Protests, which took place between 1981 and 2000, where thousands of women from all around the world came together to take a committed stand against nuclear proliferation. Really, really well done film, exempt of rating, and it runs for an hour and 42 minutes. And it is by a New Zealand director, Briar March, who's really great documentary maker. She made a movie a while back that we played, which was called There Once Was an Island, which was a great movie. If you ever come across it, it's highly recommended. Bit of a reality checkup on the rise of the sea in the Pacific mainly. Mm. And Mothers of the Revolution starts on, well, today is Thursday the 20th, or unless you're listening on Saturday, then it's already started, <laughs> at 7 p.m. on Thursday, at 7.30 on Friday and Saturday, 5.30 on Sunday the 23rd, and at 6.30 on the Wednesday the 26th of January. Have you already got bookings for it? I do have quite a few bookings yeah. already here. And, you know, as I said, so there's the, the director is from New Zealand. Obviously, it focuses mainly on ladies from the UK, but there is definitely a Pacific connection in there, which I won't tell you. Come and watch it and you'll find out. But, yeah. yeah. I knew nothing about this slice of history and fascinating and really quite, what's the word? Not heartwarming, but, you know, like, Seeing common people able to achieve what they were aiming to achieve, even if it took a long time to get there, yeah. they did achieve you know, what they were standing for. Yeah. And the whole thing started at a kitchen table in Wales, of all places, and became a worldwide phenomenon. That's incredible, isn't it? Just to have the tenacity to keep on going. Yeah, with tenacity. It. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Ten- <you>. Tenacious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was very much a woman's movement. Eventually, they let men take part and, you know, support them. But it was very much a, a woman's thing to start with anyway. Yeah. Hence the title, Mothers of the Revolution. Absolutely. Because the, the whole movement was basically started by mothers who were very worried about the nuclear arms race in the 80s between mostly USA and USSR, as it was called back then. Yeah. Yeah, and worried about the future for their children. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, and the whole thing that if one of those forces were to press the button, mm-hmm. they'd only have four minutes to basically sort out their whole life, yeah. their whole family. And four minutes is nothing, you know, no. like that. that's just not realistic. Absolutely. And, and back then it was a real threat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, and they were just, I mean, the politicians were just like, one. Uh, you know, it was a, a game of one-upmanship who was going to be the... The toughest cowboy, um, yeah. literally cowboys. I mean, Reagan. I mean, yeah. Cool. How do people book for that? So the usual, by email, gecko.theatre at extra.co.nz, and that's extra, xtra.co.nz. That's the best way to book, really. Yeah. And then the other film that is carrying on this week, but will finish next week, is a romantic comedy. Uh, so 
polar opposites, really. Um, very <laughs> light, very easy watching. It is called The Hating Game, and it follows Lucy, who embarks on a ruthless game of one-upmanship against cold and efficient nemesis Joshua at work. However, the rivalry that is complicated by her growing attraction to him. Obviously, this is another life-changing film, but it is entertaining. If you want something light, this is definitely the one for you. Very easy watching quite fun uh, rated M for sex scenes sexual references and offensive language and the two leads are absolutely stunning very very good looking people so always pleasing to see some eye candy yeah absolutely and I, th- I need to come and see that because I really enjoyed Finding Figaro yeah yeah so it sounds like it's it's nice and light but really lovely a lovely movie so I definitely want to see that one too oh god here we go the list is growing again <laughs> Well, you managed to watch Petite Maman, so good on oh, you, because that I is finishing did. this week. Oh, Petite Maman was such a fantastic... I loved it. I really loved it. And if you're listening and you've been thinking about going to see this, you've only got, like, how many chances? One or two chances left? Only two. Yeah, two. only two. So Petite Maman is on Saturday the 22nd at 4pm, and the final screening on Sunday 23rd at 730 Mm. It's quite a hard film to describe because it is so unusual and and so uh, different. And like when you talk about it, it sounds a bit la- well, not lame, but I don't odd. Know. Um, it sounds odd. It's hard, like you say. It is really hard to. I tried to explain it to a friend, and they just kind of looked at me quizzically. It was like, right, well, you have to, you, you you have to see it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and also, it's the kind of movie I think that. Each person that goes will see will get a different feel from it. They'll get a Absolutely. different idea of what that was just about. It is definitely open to interpretation. I mean, there's some you know um, uh, main lines that are quite clear, but then there's a, quite a few things that are open to interpretation. But overall, it's a modern fairy tale about the wonderful magic between mother daughter relationship. To and, put it simply, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can't do anything else with it. But what I really loved, and you you did mention this the last time we spoke about this film, was that there was little dialogue. Yes. And there yeah. was little dialogue, but yeah. you totally got the movie. It was stunning. It was yeah, a stunning absolutely. production. So it is written and directed by uh, Céline Tiama, who's uh, quite a force to be reckoned with in French cinema. You may have seen some of her films. She did, the previous film she made was in English, actually, and that was her first film in English, which was The Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Before that, she'd made Tomboy and Girlhood. So Portrait of a Lady on Fire was uh, a young woman, but the other two were about young girls again, so she really has a focus on children quite often, and she definitely knows how to get the best out of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely she does. Yeah, the twins in Petite Maman are just brilliant. They really are fantastic. Uh, so it, it is uh, a bit reminiscent of the French New Wave uh, from the 60s in the sense that, as you said, the dialogue is really kept to a minimum. There is no superfluous, you know, dialogue. It's really quite well measured and only the necessary is in there. Yeah. And also the, the acting is also quite understated. You know, it's definitely not over the top by any stretch of the imagination, which is usually what people do with fantasy. That's also, uh, I think that's also something that, make that, that makes that film very special is she's doing a fairy tale, a fantasy film, but doing it in a very realistic way. Yeah. And yeah. that's very uncommon. I mean, personally, I don't think I've ever seen that done. I can't think of any anyway. No, it all looks very real and natural. So yes. that's where you have to 
you know, that's where your interpretation of it comes in, which is really good. I love thinking movies. Me too. Mm. Me too. And, you know, if you're worried about having to think too much, you don't actually have to think too much. No, you don't. Just go along for that little, very yes. sweet story and not, you know. Yeah. But, but if you want to think about it and, you know, try to analyze and understand more of it, you definitely can do that. Yeah, but you can enjoy it for what it is as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that is finishing this week. And there's another film finishing this week, and that is Chinese drama, One Second, which is from a filmmaker, Zhang Yimou, who ironically salutes the movies and their fervent audiences during China's Cultural Revolution. So it is set, obviously, as I just said, during the Cultural Revolution of the director's youth. It tells the story of an escaped convict hell-bent on seeing a particular newsreel and the orphan girl he catches trying to steal the print. So they had the, the two main characters have a very amusing dynamic between them, and it is complemented by a dash of Chaplin-esque field and some stand-up performances from the fan way who plays the projectionist in the film. So it's kind of a note to cinema, and if you loved uh, Cinema Paradiso, this is kind of a Chinese version or alternative to Cinema Paradiso. That is finishing this week, and these screenings are on Saturday the 22nd at 7pm and Sunday the 23rd at 5pm. Fantastic. I haven't, I didn't get to see that one. Well, I must be honest, I haven't managed to watch it either. Um, So I'm going mostly from uh, feedback and reviews. Yes. But I was quite pleased yesterday or the day before. Anyway, last time I played it, I had a mum and her son who was quite young, probably 10, 11. And that was his first subtitle movie. It's in a movie that had some Spanish in it with, you know, a few subtitles, but that was his first full subtitle movies. And so he came out and was like, how was it? And he said, well, actually, that was surprisingly really good. Excellent. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, that is really cool. Really cool. Breaking down the subtitle barrier at an early age. That's the way to do it. Yes. Then it's not, you know, it's not a big deal. Yes, absolutely. So that's our film for this week. Uh, looking ahead to next week, we have an animation coming for the end of the school holiday. It's called Koati, and it's an animated film that stars three unlikely heroes, Nachi, a free-spirited Koati, Kshokshi, Sorry about my pronunciation. That's probably not how it's pronounced. But hey, Phyllis Monarch Butterfly and Paco, a hyperactive glass frog. And all three of them embark on an exciting journey to prevent a wicked cold snake named Zaina from destroying their land of... It stars Sofia Vergara. Yes, I think it's Sofia Vergara. She plays the... Well, she voices the wicked cold snake. And she's also a producer of the film. Oh, fantastic. Uh, you may know her from Modern Family. Oh, yes. She was was in that, I think. Yep. I know who you Um, mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say big boobs, um, (laughs) but there's quite a lot of actresses with big boobs. Yeah, there are. There really are. It's a thing. I saw the the shorts of that, and it looks great. And the friend that I was with, Suze, we looked at it and went, oh, we need to come to that, because it's not just for kids. No, no. There's all, you know, nowadays animation films are, are definitely aimed at a wider audience and not just the children. You have to entertain the parents that bring the children to Yes, absolutely you do. And it sounds like it really has a, a great overall message, basically, that you can be the hero of your own story. Yeah, perfect. Which I think we, we well, a lot of us need to be reminded of. And then also next week as part of our audience festival, it will be the last week of our audience pick festival. We will have The Man in the Hat and Thou Shalt Not Hate. Both great films, very pretty much polar opposite. 
well, not quite polar opposite, but yeah, very different from each other. Two screenings only. Booking strongly advised. Uh, I'm already getting quite a few bookings for those two. Yeah. So um, if you're interested, don't wait too long to book. No, I, I want to see the man in the hat again. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that film. So that that'll I'll definitely be in for that. <laughs> yeah, it was um that was definitely the most popular. Um, you know, when I asked people to pick what they would want to see or what were their favorite movies of two thousand twenty one, The Man in the Head was top of the list. Yes. No question asked. It was like way above everything else. Yes, and I'm not surprised. No, well actually I am a bit. Because it is a really unusual film. You know, it's Well, not, yes it is. It's not mainstream at all, but it's very accessible as well. Yes. Um, you know, it's just go along for the ride. Basically, that's the advice with that one. Yes. Um, and it's a great ride. It's really fun. Brilliant. All right. And then, uh, that shall not hate. Let's not talk it down. It's also a very, very good film, very thought-provoking um, and um, very amazingly acted. Once again, uh, quite sparse in dialogue. Um, however some silences that speak very loudly in that movie. Yes, absolutely. That was also, I saw that, that was a good movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, my, my audiences uh, didn't pick any bad movie for our Audience Pick Festival. So no. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah. <laughs> All righties. Well, I guess we'll be back here same time next a week somewhere, whether it's absolutely. at the theatre or in the studio or on the phone, we'll be here. We'll find somewhere and we'll do it. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day off, Ted. I shall. I sure will. Excellent. All right. You don't work too hard. No, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Kaki day. Kaki dano. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.